Hi, and welcome to Code Names. I'm Emma. I'm Jasmine. And I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm not, but I may be soon. I have. I currently have a little makeshift mojito. You need to drink more. I do? Chug, chug, chug. I need to do homework after this, so I'm going to sit, but by the end of the episode, I will have th- had three, probably. I have the supplies on my desk to make another, so I might be mixing them while we, while we chat. Sexy. We can have a little ASMR action. Oh, bring that, bring that genre in. Get Ooh, that audience. A little bit of everything. <laughs> uh, so we just had a little update of the non non podcastable things, the things we won't say on the internet unless we're getting paid for. So, uh, <laughs> summary of my night: I had a really long cry. It's been good. I honestly feel amazing post-cry. So it's like, I feel like I'm like, this is such a good mood to podcast in because I'm about to be tipsy and like, I'm just having that post-cry glow. Yeah. Tipsy and like emotional enough to let it all out. Yeah. Like I'm open, open more, except for not all the way as our post or pre-podcast uh, tea yeah. spillers. Yeah, that was just like very personal stuff. It wasn't, and honestly, it wasn't anything that was interesting for the podcast. I just like, I just like, um, I told her about my little therapy journey. So if you don't go to yeah. therapy, fucking go. I'm a therapy <laughs> fan. That's also at you, Emma. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm scared. <laughs> Girl, it's gonna Bitch, be. I don't want to confront myself. I don't want to confront myself. I'm scared of her. Girl, she's scary. You're gonna be a therapist. You need to yeah. go to therapy. That doesn't mean I. That I need to talk to myself. I think good therapists are in touch with themselves, though. You're going to get bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> you literally are if you don't get a therapy. Imagine that. Is that what you're shaming? You're, you're shaming me with the possibility of bad Yelp reviews? <laughs> That's what like, we're coming to. Imagine I'm your first client. You look at, like, a review page, and it's like, this girl needs to be in the other chair. <laughs> we're not going to be talking about me. It doesn't matter about me. One of, okay, I went to this therapist lady that would text all the time um, while I would talk, and she would, like, be booking other appointments, like, on her phone while I would talk. She also, she had this really annoying habit of every, like, other word she would go, <sighs> so I, like, think she was on call. <laughs> so she needs to be in the other chair. <laughs> <clears throat> If you hear this, Lynn, change profession. Hey, dropping me. <laughs> All the homies hate Lynn. All I also used to drive like an hour and a half to go see her. Ew, drive an hour and a half to go have some bitch, te- like, the ho- hide her phone underneath the chair while you're like, she's like. She didn't even hide it. Damn, out in the open, bold. It was literally horrible. No, um, I think the message is most therapists aren't like that. Go to therapy. Everyone. There's a, there, and not every size fits all, <laughs> or not one size fits all. <laughs> some therapists yeah. aren't for you. Oh, some therapists aren't one, for and you. the ones I, that text, and the ones that text in front of you are not for anyone. Yeah, no, I'm a real therapy stand though. Like every time one of my friends brings up that they're thinking about going, I'm like, yes, yes. I love it. It's just changed my life so much for the better. Yeah. It still is fucking. Hopefully, I need to work on some shit. <laughs> it's good though. Ugh. I am honestly a therapy stan. My current therapist, I'm gonna start a fan club. <laughs> Amazing, a queen we love. Yes. So, 
other than our like little pre pre podcast update, we haven't talked in like what 10, 10 days or something yeah, about when I dropped because, you off at the airport. Uh, so the other weekend, I went to visit Emma for her twenty first birthday. If you listen to the last episode, it's fire. We talk about our favorite drinks, drunk story times. But uh, you dropped me off at the airport with a broken phone, and I have not really heard from you since. Well, well here's the thing. Apparently, so the last thing I got from you was a TikTok of the uh, gangsta dress dude. <laughs> I love him. I know um, that was the last thing I ever heard from you. on I was TikTok. Like, He's so, he's, he looks like Lip Gallagher in a dress. That's everything I've ever dreamed of. But, um, that was the last thing I ever got. And then you never texted. I didn't get any texts from you. So I was just like, oh, she's having a busy week. She just doesn't want to talk. (laughs) Oh my God. I was saying that about you. I was like, I know that bitch has her laptop. Why am I not getting anything? No, I fully didn't get any texts for like that entire, from you or my all college friend group chat, all, like my big group chat. Oh. And so it was just you two. I, and I was getting all the other texts. So I was like, oh, there's nothing wrong. It was just you and the other one. Oh my gosh. She, she just felt like you were getting iced. So I was just like, okay, she's busy. It's okay. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. I was like, is she dead? No, like, <laughs> the, last, like the last thing I got was, hey, I just landed in... Uh, wherever you landed I, I don't remember what airport you went to and then the TikTok and that was all I heard. that's really funny no I just like kind of forgot because we don't text that often and I knew your phone was broken and then I looked and I was like these are all green that's really weird because I know it's like usually they go to both and yeah. then your mom texted me the day after and I was like this girl is dead. I don't know if you realize. <laughs> so, my roommate, so Justin ended up apparently texting my roommate, being like, hey, is Emma dead? <laughs> and Sarah to look up and be like, are you dead? Like, why aren't you answering Justin? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I was concerned at that point. Like, I had also just listened to like a crime junkie episode, and I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> no and then I literally had to look at my roommate and I'm like no she just hasn't texted me why she's like she's been fully trying to text you I know I texted you a bunch I sent you some pretty funny drunk texts I know I have them now (laughs) I texted Emma and I was like I was like very 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 quite intoxicated and (laughs) I texted her I love you and then I saw it go green and I was, like, very out of my mind at this point. And I texted her, your turn. Because <laughs> I always, almost every time you text me fucked up, I'm almost, like, most likely fucked up, too. And so, okay. I'm just like, no, I love you. No, I love you. We're gross. Ew. We're gross. Um, Are we but, the cringy couple? Yeah. Yeah. We oh, are. my gosh, wait. So, sidetrack, but I just thought about it, and I need it now. Where is it? So, have you ever seen Beetlejuice? Uh, no. Okay. Um, well, either way, it's still fun. I got a sandworm. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> For anyone that's seen Beetlejuice, I got a plush sandworm, and it's, I'm oh, so excited awesome. by it. It makes me happy, and I cuddle it every night. All right. So, for some real questions, how was being phoneless for a week? Because I go, like, a day, and I just start, like, tweaking. <laughs> Like, I stopped to lose, I stopped having function over 
or having yeah. a certain function. So I was only supposed to not have it for like three days. So mm-hmm. it was fine for the first like three days because I had like the vision in my head of when I was going to get it. It was fine. But then after that, it got like lost in the mail. And so I just spent that entire week just like tweaking over where the fuck my like phone was because I had paid money for it and I didn't know if I was going to be able to get a refund. Yeah, and that's a lot of money. Yeah. And so I literally spent like the entire week just tweaking out and like, like, I, j- I just need a refund. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Why is it lost? It's lost in the mail. It's never going to come back. I'm never going to get a refund. And I'm like, and then, so instead of like being sitting there like on social media and like tweaking about, about like, I don't know, Harry Styles or something. Like I was just like, oh, I'm never going to get, my- I'm, I'm going to lose all my money. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So the duality of man, I guess. <laughs> so it was not the most productive week ever. No, I have like a few productive like nights, but besides that, like I just found different ways to be like um distracted. I feel that recently I've been really realizing like I'm absolutely addicted to social media. <laughs> like I've I've like watched some videos on it and like just kind of been looking into it. I read this book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. I'm waiting for one of my friends to read it so I can do like there's a 30-day challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you basically break up with your phone and try and have like a better relationship with it. And it's so hard. Like yeah. I've been, I delete my social media apps, but then I'm like, I redownload them for an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Why you're so addicted? Yeah. See, I can get rid of social media. It's not that that I had an issue with. It was more just like, I have like, I get major FOMO, like really bad. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm just, when I find that, when I found out I wasn't getting like half my text, I was like, where are my texts? <laughs> like, and I was like, someone's probably texting me that they're dead and I'm not going to know about it. Yeah. I feel like that definitely makes sense. I don't really communicate that much via text. I am a 13 year old, so I communicate mostly through Snapchat. So I feel like it's like, I didn't have my snap. I'd feel really left I out. didn't, yeah, and I didn't have that either. So, so I just had, like, there's, and then, like, my friends would be, like, laughing about something that was said in the group chat that I'm in, so it's not like I was, like, left out intentionally. Yeah, they're not this. just, like, bullying you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, but I was, like, oh, I don't, I don't know what's happening. Someone translate for me, and I had to, like, people, like, recite the text that was just sent, and I was, like, I feel so bad, but I needed so to They couldn't just add your email to the group chat? My email was in the group chat. Oh, did it just you? wasn't. It just wasn't. It was just like yours, where it just wasn't going through. Oh, that's very weird. Yeah, I don't that's, know. I feel like I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about social media recently. I recently watched. I only watched the first half because I was sleepy and I was watching it right before bed. But of this uh, documentary on Netflix called "The Social Dilemma." Oh, I was looking into that. It looked like very much like kill all, all social media is awful and stuff like that it was kind of like that like they talk about the good a little bit but they were basically like most of it was just um or most of the first half I haven't seen the full thing but it was talking about how uh it's basically designed to be addictive yeah it's designed to play with your brain and like I don't know if you've ever noticed but like how a lot of a lot of social media apps basically like withhold notifications from you until there's a bunch yeah it'll give you a bigger like dopamine hit Mm-hmm. when you get like five notifications at once mm-hmm. or five likes at once or whatever um 
I don't know. And yeah, it's just like a bigger, it's a bigger number coming in. So it feels like a lot more rather than each individual bad. one feels like, oh, it's only one like, who cares? And I'm really, lately, I've been so tempted to maybe not delete because I like to be able to like get up with people, mm-hmm. but deactivate all my accounts mm-hmm. just because I have an addictive personality. So I just fall so in the trap of social media where it's like, it doesn't make me happy. Like Instagram, my Finsta, my private Instagram makes me, I really enjoy posting on that. I don't, uh, I enjoy other people's Finstas, but nowhere near as much as my own. I really like (laughs) posting, but I don't really like consuming anything on Instagram. Oh yeah. I'm the same way. I kind of just, I scroll to catch up on like my family has started posting on there. So like that and like, yeah. Um, like various people like, and I keep it around cause in case I want to look someone up or something like that. Yeah. I feel like it's more helpful as like a directory. Yeah. Honestly, that's I, the amount of times I had to like, I went to go like on my Instagram, like I was watching a video or something on YouTube and I wanted to look at just their Instagram profile and find out more about them. And I was like, Oh wait, I can't. Yeah, same. I never realized really before, like, how much I did that, but it really is, that's a really good analogy for it, like, a directory of just, like, everyone. Yeah, because, like, you have so much about yourself on your Instagram, and, like, for me, a lot of the time, someone will be, like, one of my roommates, they have, like, they have a lot of the same people in their social circle, but they'll mention someone, and they'll be, like, oh, I've definitely met them, but I can't connect a face to it. Let me look their Instagram up, but when I don't have that, it's, like, well, I'm not going to ask you to look their Instagram up, but yeah. I want to know who we're talking about. Yeah. Just like someone that's going to come over to the apartment or a story about them or just mm-hmm. something. Especially where I'm really not good with names and I'm good with faces. And so like... I'm not great with either. So mm-hmm. Instagram helps a ton. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's weird. I don't know. I feel like Twitter... It's honestly a lot easier to get off of because I don't follow that many people. So I run out of tweets to look at because after a certain point, they just stop showing you them. Yeah, that's what it's like for me too, especially when it's late at night or something like that. Um, the other thing with like it being so addictive, like going back to that, like, isn't it? I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that's like where a lot of like apps and stuff like that are based around like, like the color blue because blue light keeps you awake. Oh, like you I know how like like Discord, like Discord and Twitter and Facebook are all like blue because it like yeah I think I read something about that that might be completely wrong but I think it's that's really interesting mm-hmm. I I also I recently tried putting my phone on grayscale and mm-hmm. it really helps I keep but- my laptop on um the like night mode you know the where to warm tones your entire thing because your laptop is naturally like your laptop your phone are naturally cool toned yeah it's all blue light so I warm toned everything and honestly it helped a lot with just like straining my eyes like because you know like people are wearing blue light glasses everyone wears blue light glasses and stuff like now because we're all just on our computers because COVID but like I got them so happy I did they're so cute yeah I wear mine all the time too I finally don't hate myself in glasses, so that's They awesome. looked cute on you from the beginning. <laughs> on the blog of us in our blue light glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's only going to be from the neck up, though. Don't get too excited. <laughs> that, you got to subscribe to our OnlyFans for that. That's on the blog, too. Yeah. <laughs> Click the link. Link in bio. Except for me, because I don't have bios anymore, because by the time you hear this, I'm deleting my fucking accounts. <laughs> 
and then you're also, and then there's TikTok, which is a whole other story. TikTok is literally like the crap of social TikTok, media. TikTok, I literally will sit on there, and next thing I know, it's four hours later. They give me exactly what I want with every refresh. Yes. Yes. They know how to, like, they have, that app is so addictive. They've literally mastered the algorithm, and the For You page, it not being limited to people you follow, you can go on there forever. Literally ages. And they only, I know you've gotten it before, that little warning where it's like, hey, you've been scrolling too long. Maybe get food and water. The way I skipped that man so quickly. The way I, I, really I the, the way the second I see his face, I'm like, no, don't tell me what's not this bitch. I, it's his voice for me. I, I know that you. I'm like, are I you know. trying to fucking parent me? I don't like that. I will be on here for six more hours. Fuck you, bitch. I re-downloaded TikTok over the weekend. And guess how many hours I spent on my phone on Sunday? Three, four, five, six, seven, Jasmine, more than seven, eight, nine, oh, okay, eight. the way it's going up, isn't that disgusting, because I, I just have to start fucking, I have to be real with myself, I don't know how to fucking quit, honestly, you've seen me drink energy drinks, you've seen me do things in life, I don't know how to fucking stop <laughs> I have to restrict you love things in excess baby <laughs> I love things in excess like okay story time when I was like oh this is gonna tie perfectly I have a little note I was brainstorming for this episode earlier I'm showing it to her I have a little post-it here I'm just like some brainstorms I had earlier this is gonna tie perfectly <laughs> but like so I was raised by two people that have addictive personalities so naturally I've been pretty aware for a long time like I have a bad habit of like not start stopping things once I start. So I, I keep that in mind when I start new habits that have that potential. But like when I was like 13 and I started drinking coffee, it was like three months difference between drinking a coffee in the morning and having two energy drinks every morning before school. And I'm not talking Red Bull. I'm talking the full size monster cans before I stepped foot in ninth grade. What do you need that much energy for in ninth grade? You're literally learning what a haiku is. <laughs> no, the way I used to do it was, um, you remember in senior year, the senior lounge, and how we had the Keurig in there, right? Yes. We had our own cups and our own mugs and stuff like that. In between every single class, I would go get a cup of coffee. And then I would also, at lunch, when we were allowed to leave at lunch, go buy an energy drink and then come back. And then after I finished the energy drink, keep refilling my coffee in between each class. I have been doing pretty good with caffeine recently like so my campus store I absolutely fucking I cussed them for it but I I didn't say it to them but in my head I did I was oh like, okay I thought you were literally like fighting your fucking campus store people no oh my god <laughs> what they do? in my head I was pissed because <laughs> I cussed them in my head okay I clarify. That's not carrying out yet. <laughs> I was no, I wouldn't care in them because it's not their fault. But they stopped carrying Red Bull, and I was like, "What the fuck, man? I need that. I'm in college." But they stopped carrying it, and I don't like buying it at the grocery store because buying it in bulk feels very expensive. Yeah, but buying it one at a time feels cheap. Um, but I actually like have had probably four Red Bulls in the past thirty days, and I usually. Like, if I have a convenience store near me, I'll have one every other day, oh, yes. at least. And if I'm partying, I'm having one Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Like, no doubt, I would just run and go get one. But we don't have them at the campus store, and I don't enjoy other energy drinks very much. 
So I've had like four. Like I went to CVS to get one when I was exhausted and going to my friend's house. And like, that's it. And that's perfect. And I have like one. So I have a, a five cup machine. So that's like two and a half cups of coffee. Really like a good size cup. Yeah. And I have that like between two days, which is great because I usually drink an eight cup pot a day. Nice. Okay. Home. So yeah, like, that's not bad at all. Yeah. That's improvement. Good. Like, okay, not five cups, like five servings, but five cups, like five actual measurements. Yeah. Of a cup because a cup yeah. isn't enough to be a drink. <laughs> to me. It's not even a drink. way to clarify because I fully was like, oh yeah, that's like eight cups thing a day. That's great. Like, actually, eight cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even like question that. But I was like, yeah, eight cups of coffee a day, perfect. And that's me remembering. I'm no, I used to drink like a full, like a full size pot. Okay, so a full size pot is eight cups, and like a small pot is five cups. Yeah. So instead of drinking uh an a full pot a day, I drink a half pot or a smaller every pot every, every day. two days. No, I get that now. I thought I fully just thought you were saying you had two and a half cups of coffee every day, and I was like, oh. Like now when I, I got to the point where caffeine just like wouldn't touch me mm, yeah like I just needed it to function <laughs> like it wasn't even like I was getting full-on headaches when I wouldn't have caffeine oh yeah but same. now it's like I'm sleepy when I don't have caffeine mm-hmm. but I'm less addicted <laughs> oh my gosh speaking of coffee so Jasmine, the queen she is, got me a French press for my birthday, and I make my stupid little coffee every morning, and it's so fun and fresh, and I you love like it. it. I, I literally use it, like, every morning. Ask Sarah, our trash can looks disgusting, and it dumps out the grinds the whole time. That's good, especially because you're not using the plastic for K-cups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, environment too. I, I forgot my aunt had given me, my aunt's really into coffee, too. She worked at Starbucks for, like, three years. And so she gave me her old coffee grinder. And so I had like, and I think you, it was either my beans or you left your beans or something. We had them in the cabinet. They weren't mine. (laughs) I've never bought beans. Okay. They were mine then. (laughs) And I just forgot about them. And I was had, I happened to have some beans with me. I like grinded my little beans. You had fresh ground coffee in your French press? That's bougier than I've ever dreamed of. Wait, wait, no, I'm not done yet. So oh every, my morning, God. every morning, I fill up our eggplant tea kettle with water. Oh my God, we bought a tea, tea kettle that looks <laughs> like a fucking eggplant. Pictures on the blog, and you know which blog. <laughs> every morning, I wake up, I fill up my little eggplant tea kettle with coffee. I put it on the pot. I dump out my old coffee grinds, because I leave them in there to dry out overnight, because they're really annoying to clean out when they're wet. And oh, that so, makes sense. Yeah, and so I clean that out. And I measure out my little, I, I pick up my little four tablespoons of coffee and I put it in my French press and then I make the coffee. And then the other day I'm getting fancy. I boiled, um, I made simple, my own simple syrup so I could put it in my coffee. Cause I don't, yeah. It, Jasmine lifted up her simple syrup. Uh. Yeah, I also made my own simple syrup the other day to completely unrelated events. I was making cocktails and We're I just, just want to spend, it. I didn't want to spend the $3. Yeah, obviously. No, I made it because um, I don't like putting straight sugar in my coffee because for some reason it dissolves really weird in it. It tastes weird to me. I don't know what it is, but it tastes different. It's just not the same as a good liquid sugar. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't dissolve the same or something for the same for liquid sugar. So I decided to make my own. 
and it tastes so good. I put some almond milk in that shit. I'm just like, oh, I'm so bougie. You're really tempting me. I'm about to like order a French press. (laughs) Actually, my roommate has a small one and a big one. Maybe I can just borrow one. It's really nice. Right. Um, I highly recommend. It's a nice little morning routine I have with myself now. So, So, uh, stories of today, get a French press, or yes, a French press and a therapist. (laughs) That's what you've learned from us, and I'll fucking own that. Honestly, yeah. (laughs) You needed some big sister advice. French press, French press, a therapist, and uh, no men. (laughs) <laughs> and you're gonna have a happy life sis amen hallelujah oh all right oh caffeine we were on the topic of caffeine i said it was gonna flow perfectly but i forgot to <laughs> so the, earlier when i was like brainstorming for this episode i was thinking like oh she's been off her phone like let's talk about social media and then i was thinking like about basically how i really have a problem with social media like I find it really hard to balance with other things. So I was like, I wonder if I really do have an addictive personality. So you know what I did? I WebMD'd it. (laughs) I Googled, do I have an addictive personality quiz? As you do when you need professional medical advice. And I was taking this quiz and I had had to laugh because I thought of us. Oh, no. <laughs> when I was taking the addictive personality. Oh, no. Because I really thought of the time we spend together. And one of the questions was... We're just, we're just so alike in so many ways. It's so cute. Like, so many... Like, friends, they just have so much in common, you know? <laughs> um, I, absolutely, I, had, I had to have a little chuckle because on one of them, uh, <laughs> one, the first... Not the first question, but the first question in the set was... Um, how many hours a day do you spend on social media? And the second one was, do you consume caffeine in excess? And that is, sounds like our ideal hangout. Honestly, that's literally all we do together. <laughs> we really do just be going getting coffee, energy drinks, and sitting on TikTok for three hours next to each other. Yeah, like, I need that energy to sit on TikTok. Yeah, obviously. Like, if I consume four Red Bulls in a day and have 12 hours of screen time, like, just know I enjoyed it. <laughs> Just know I meant every second of it. <laughs> Everything, every part of it was meant. The thing that's bad is like, it's not an addiction where I'm like, oh, this is horrible. Like, I fucking love it. And that's almost the part that I hate most. Because I fucking love being on TikTok during it. But after, I'm like, what did I watch? What, what was the point of that? <laughs> Why did I sit here for literally four hours straight, not moving, scrolling? So I, I love TikTok. I think it's amazing. I think it's super creative. The format's impeccable. Mm-hmm. Not, not the format of the app, the format that you can make content. Yeah. I was the format of the app, too. The format of the app, but the format of the app makes you never get off of it, which I wish was different. I really do. But yeah, but it's a, good, I, it's a good marketing thing, and I can respect that. I, I respect it. They're trying to get their coin. I respect the grind. So am I. Um sponsor us <laughs> the, the second i was top on talking tiktok money um, you know what uh sponsor us so i can afford a better therapist i'm using the free one from school now so <laughs> you're more about my growth <laughs> that's so bad i'm putting like well i actually haven't talked about anything that bad but no. i'll own that i'm in therapy this yeah. that is weird but um tiktok one thing i started doing was after i got off the app I would try and like fully like remember the best one I saw Mm. and it it was so hard for me 
Hmm. Like, I watched this for two hours, and I can't think of the best part. That's kind of bad. Yeah. Like, is this really adding that much to my life if I can't think of the best thing I saw? Yeah, no, that's why I fully had to start deleting it all during the week, because yeah. I would just spend so much time on it and feel like I got nothing done ever, because, and I, but I, I would spend literally hours at a time just laying there on TikTok doing nothing, and it just, like, instigated me procrastinating more. Yeah. And so I used to do it where every Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday or so, depending on how busy I was Friday, Monday, Monday through Friday, then I would delete TikTok and like, also, I think I deleted Instagram, Twitter. I deleted like all social media except for Snapchat, but that's just because I talked to people on Snap. Like my, I kept up with like Anne and Ellie and stuff through Snapchat. Yeah, I feel like we don't, neither of us have that many people on Snapchat. So it, even if it is a distraction, distraction, even if you watch every story, that you it's, run out. It's you like run. an hour yeah. of your time. If you're also talking to people, I could watch all my stories. I don't have that many people on stop in 15 minutes. Yeah, same. And so I like would just delete it all except for that. And honestly, I got, it was very cleansing. It was annoying when, like, like you said, like a, with Instagram where it's like a directory and I would go to look someone up and I'm like, oh wait, I can't. But like, yeah. besides that, like, it, it was really like that that was like that was a cleanse like not like getting rid of my whole phone was just miserable that was a cleanse because I also knew when I was going to get it back too so I need to like consistently force myself to delete them I kind of want to I'm probably not going to deactivate my TikTok just because like I don't know it's probably going to get like deleted here soon anyway (laughs) but um I really kind of want to like deactivate my Instagram and my Twitter because I don't think they like I don't if I was procrastinating for five hours, like when I procrastinate by hanging out with my friends or I it just feels so much more fulfilling. Or if I even procrastinate by cleaning my room, at least I've done something and at least I don't feel horrible. But when I just sit on my phone, I'm not connecting with anyone. I'm not really like adding anything to my life. And I'm not subtracting anything from my life either. <sighs> well, maybe I am. Honestly, like sometimes I do get comparing myself when I'm yeah. on social media too long, like, those days when I have, like, six plus hours screen time, like, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, no, no, I no, feel it definitely, like it definitely affects you in a certain way, and, like, a good, a healthy amount of so- social media is good, it's just, like, like we said, addic- we, we can't stop. <laughs> it's hard to have a healthy amount of social media, yeah. like, one thing, um, actually, my friend who produces this podcast, he told, has been, he told me a while ago, that he deleted his Twitter, and now he doesn't follow people he knows, he mm-hmm. just follows, like, things he's interested in, like, he, he likes film, and things like podcasts, so he follows creators, and people who post, like, information, not, like, memes, and, like, commentary, well, commentary, but more, like, this is commentary because I'm a creator, this isn't commentary because I'm this kid you went to high school with, and yeah. I've really been thinking about, like, doing that like protect I've looked at my Instagram a few times and been like is this me yeah like I'm not even sure if I want people to be able to like search my name and get this impression for me yeah like I've kind of been thinking lately like maybe I'll deactivate my Instagram and if people want to know more about me they'll just have to meet me or hear about me yeah honestly like especially I haven't posted on Instagram probably since almost in almost a year it's coming up on a year and so like it 
really, and I've changed so much in the past year, especially just with Corona stuff and just having to be with myself a lot that like, I feel like I have changed a lot and at, at least in very much, at least in appearance at the very least. And so yeah. like, I'd say you look very different than you do. Yeah. You know? Like you present yourself very differently, not even just in physical appearance, but in presence, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so it feels weird and I also have a lot mo a majority of my pictures are from when I was like 16 or so because that's one of that was the peak of like my Instagram like using I, I guess when you feel like you're most like at least for me too it was like we're in high school we do things to take pictures yeah and I don't I don't know if it's the same way like I guess I'm not that close with anyone that's still in high school or like mm -hmm. aunts in high school our friends that we had on the podcast and cooler than us still so <laughs> um we love her shout out Anne if you're listening I love you um, <laughs> uh what am I saying though no. oh but I just like I feel like it's a very weird way to be introduced to someone through Instagram. yeah because I feel like there have been so many people that I've met especially like if someone has like University of Miami in their bio, I follow them back if they follow me. And there's been so many people where I meet them and the impression that their Instagram gave is so different from the impression that they get. And it's not, it's usually neutral both ways. Mm -hmm. Or like- Not if somebody will have just like zero social media presence and be someone like, like, I, like some people like I are great people and this have no social media presence, but like, yeah. or they have an awful one that's from like middle school or something like that. I feel like it's very funny, like, most of the people I have, like, been romantically involved with um, up until recently have had no online footprint. <laughs> None. Because I think any, especially, like, when I talk to men, not so much with women, but whenever I talk to a man, like, from Tinder and I look at his Instagram, it's just, like, this little, like, throw up in my mouth. And I wonder if men have that. Do they, do they like our, I'm sure they like girls' Instagrams women generally, you know, just do, play the game a little better on Instagram. Yeah. But <sighs> I feel like there's just no good guy format for Instagram. There's very, I very rarely have seen a guy's Instagram and been like, yes, this is it. This is what it is. I feel Instagram like is. I'm dating a guy now that has a good Instagram and it, it's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like, damn, your, your Instagram's better than mine. I don't care about Instagram. So obviously that's not like a real concern. It was just no. kind of like, an observation I had I was like yeah which I thought was cool he's also very artsy so like that makes sense yeah but, like <laughs> if you're an artsy person you want to pursue the arts you should have an Instagram That's yeah definitely your brand, baby but, um, <laughs> I don't know yeah, I mean like anything regarding like social media pre like anything that's gonna be in the public regard you should have a social media presence and a good one it's just wow. I have no interest in being in the public in like in public at all or like having anything be famous yeah. whatever so I, I don't care as much about my social media presence I feel like it's been something I've been saying I'm gonna do for so long but like I really do need to get rid of these things mm -hmm. because they don't serve me yeah wow why am I like working this out on the podcast like, <laughs> if you my Facebook Instagram and Twitter disappear tomorrow I don't want to do anything if you know the finsta you will be seeing my content and plenty of it hell yes I wait I just realized something I fully just said that like I have no intention of doing anything famous and I'm just like we're gonna have a podcast though <laughs>
podcast is different though. You know what? I think it's funny. Earlier you were saying how different you are than you were a year ago. Mm -hmm. And really, I feel like quarantine was such, not quarantine, but this whole corona time. I feel weird calling it quarantine because like I'm not quarantining anymore. Yeah. But I don't know what else to call it. Um, Such a crazy time. But um, I couldn't see us from a year ago doing this and putting our like opinions and our like conversations onto the internet. Like I feel like I was much more, I was more insecure a year ago. Yeah. And like, I don't think a lot of people listen to this podcast, but even putting my opinions out there, I think it feels brave. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Because anyone could listen to it. And like, it's on, it's linked on my TikTok. That's not difficult to find. Mm -hmm. Like, I've posted my TikTok on my Instagram, but like, I don't know. Like, it's nothing that brave, but all of my social media in the past has been very filtered and very fake honestly yeah. and I think having this podcast has made me and having TikTok where I was a lot less fake because mm-hmm. I really did enjoy my TikTok and I said a lot of things that were like more things that I actually enjoyed yeah like my I like your TikTok a lot my TikTok is the social media that I've had the most fun with yeah and it's the one I've had for the least amount of time um mm-hmm. but and my fin no, my Finsta is probably like the one I've had the most fun with. But TikTok is public and my yeah. Finsta is not. But uh I don't know. I just think a year ago, me me, which would have been the beginning or the middle of my sophomore year, mm-hmm. I was just a lot more insecure and I would have never put like a forty five minute or hour bit of us talking on the internet because I would have been like nobody cares why would you do that that's stupid (laughs) but now I'm like oh if someone enjoys it that's great but it's no one has to enjoy it I the way I see it is if someone enjoys it great because I like podcasts like like I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts but I like when there's like natural banter rather than like like cut pieces like where it seems very artificial you know and so and like so I, I, so I personally like stuff like that but then also I think I kind of have been just thinking it as like a little time capsule of like I love it I love the idea of a time capsule because like when I think of it like that then I don't feel like I need to impress anyone with this yeah especially where like I look back at like old pictures of us on my fucking DSI and like I was like wait I fully don't remember like it's so weird thinking of us looking like that because like I just like where I we picture you as you now and like it's how like, old so we like, have like, Emma has her old DSI, and we, this summer, we're looking at pictures of, from it. Yeah. Of us. It's like 2008. We were, like, eight years old. And it's weird to think that, it's like when you, like, to relate it to something, it's like when you, like, see a little kid when it's a baby, and the next thing you know, like, like you don't see it for a while, and next thing you know, it's, like, huge. And yeah. that's, like, and then, like, when you grow up and see, like, your sibling, you don't notice them changing as much. Yeah. And so, um... Or, like, when you just grow up with someone, you don't notice them changing as much. And then you look back and you're like, what What the hell? You look so different. Like, so I kind of yeah. think it like that. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's cool that we've been friends for so long. Coming, like, how, four, 13, 14 years? 13? Mm-hmm. We've known each other for That's 17 crazy. years. We've been friends for about 14-ish. Yeah. So that's a long time. I think it's really interesting, especially where we're the exact same age. We went to school from K through 12 together. Pre-K mm-hmm. through 12. Pre-K actually. through 12, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just really interesting to see, like, 
I, I, not that I compare us, but like, I do compare me growing up to you growing up, just like, yeah. see it as a parallel. Yeah. It's very, it's cool to have that experience. And like, I didn't love going to a K through 12 school, but like, I'm very grateful for that. Cause like yeah. the people we know grow up in actually grow up, not grow up from sixth grade to ninth grade or from yeah first grade to fifth grade. But like literally like there's babies. Yeah. We were all literally four years old and like we were there in four years old to 18 years old. We were like the same group of people or a large group, a large majority of the same group of people. And it's crazy because especially like we had largely the same friends for years at a time watching them grow was such a cool experience. And like looking back at myself from a year ago, like I keep getting all my snapchat memories from a year ago and i had longer bright platinum blonde hair and now i have changed a lot especially because of quarantine like i have purple hair now and a septum ring and i've gained some weight and i'm like looking at myself and i'm like oh my god this is a completely different girl but it's good yeah it's good to change (laughs) and like i dress not completely the same i actually dress pretty differently i think I haven't really been paying attention as much as so I don't see you as much. So I can't, I can't attest to that, but I'll take your word for it. I'm sure. I don't take nearly as much. You definitely, I, I, I really like your new pants. They're fun. Thank you. I stopped wearing skinny jeans. Fuck skinny jeans. I still wear skinny jeans because they're the only ones I'm comfortable in because I feel fat and straight legs. I started, I just bought, I bought two pairs because I was tired of having my jeans not fit once I ate. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause I wore super skinny jeans and I was also like, I don't know if I'm going to gain more weight or lose weight or what, and these will fit no matter what. So yeah. fine. And there's nothing wrong with skinny jeans. They were just like messing with me. Cause I outgrew a bunch of mine. Yeah. So it's like, I only gained like, I don't know, like seven or 10 pounds during quarantine, but it was enough to make me not fit in my skinny jeans. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well that's fine. I look, I look good. I, I'm healthy. Yeah. So that's fine. But it was, that was difficult though. I did have a moment where I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? I look like this. No, I'm the same way, especially when I look at pictures, like when I was like the prime of my like working out, like eating healthy, like thing right before freshman year of college. Cause I just like tried to like become a whole new person before college, you know? And, <laughs> and so like, that mindset too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I was like, reinventing myself. So I was probably my lowest weight in like freshman year I'm getting all of those back now and after I've gained some weight and like my I look completely different now my hair has died and it's short now and oh my gosh I never realized how long my hair was until I'm like looking back at it I'm like what the no, fuck it's not what this looks like now and so like it's just so strange I guess is where I'm going with that <laughs> I know it's weird to see yourself change but it's kind of comforting like if I stayed the same for too long I think I'd be like I just don't think that could be good. Yeah. Just because, like, I don't know. I feel like... If we stayed the same for too long, we'd still be in our hometown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'd still be in our hometown. We'd still be the same people. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. So... I just, <sighs> change is scary, but change is good. Yeah. I think that physical change as a woman, though, is very difficult. hmm Like, seeing yourself, like, obviously, we're 20 and 21, this is a natural age to put on 
10 pounds. Also, literally, it's just a weird ass time when there's literally nothing for you to do. Like, to, nor, yeah. cause normally, a big reason as to why I didn't get a whole lot of weight, like in college before, even though I was eating, I wasn't eating the best, but like, I walked everywhere. And, oh, my, cool. and my campus is large. And so, like, I would have to run across campus to get to make classes and stuff like that. So, I was like walking literally for like, like four hours a day or so, like, and, um, and up and down hills and stuff like that too. And so, cause I live in like near the mountains. And so that was a big part of like my exercise is just like daily walking between classes. And so now that I don't have that, it's very much hitting me. I like, Oh, I need to fix my eating habits because I'm not working. I'm not exercising as much as I normally do. Yeah. I've been trying to do that too. It's just like, I feel like it's very hard to do that in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my problem is I've just never had a really good relationship f- with food where, oh yeah, it's just not walking anywhere anymore and it's just like trying to figure out, make a healthy balance of it. Yeah, I think having a healthy balance is weird and also just there's a, I don't know, the stigma that women like have to deal with against losing weight or gaining weight when like of course, we're sitting on our asses all day. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to stop eating because I'm in my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. And I think, like, especially, like, we were talking about social media and how harmful it can be earlier, but, like, I don't know. Like, I've come to terms in the past year with, like, wow, a lot of the things I thought were healthy before weren't healthy because I was looking at these women, like, I grew up watching YouTubers that were always size zeros and twos Mm. and looking at Instagram influencers that were zeros and twos. And most women are like sixes to twelves. Yeah, exactly. Just how people are built. Like Mm. that's fine. Yeah. But I think I had this huge moment where like I know Meredith Foster, I don't know if you ever watched her, she was a YouTuber. Mm. and uh came out about having an eating disorder and she was one of the people when I was like I don't know 13 to 17 I really was like she has my goal body yeah and I watched all of her fitness videos and I like I listened to her advice mm-hmm. and I created really harmful habits with myself and Kaylin Nicholson one of my all-time favorite youtubers she created super cozy like amazing comforting content now and I think it's amazing that she's been open about her eating disorder because like and and they both have come out about having eating disorders but they both came out and they were the main two people I was like your body is my goal I want to look like you Mm -hmm. and the fact like knowing being able to look back and be like wow I like I ideal like I What's like, like, I was enough. It's just that this is what was projected in was me. enough, but people, and it's not that it was their fault. They were, no. in, they were, they were suffering from the same thing, but they put out content that said, this is my healthy eating routine. Yeah. And I believed that if I ate like that, I would look like that, but no, I ate like that and I wasn't healthy. And I felt like shit. Yeah. I don't know. I just the the influence social media has on young girls I feel like I'm not really susceptible to it now just because like I I I love myself now and I I'm sure of myself now and I know Mm -hmm. I'm not that's just it's just the thing of when you're coming into like adolescence and stuff like that you're trying to find yourself and you're trying to find people like you or that you want to be like yeah and you're just looking for a role model that you can relate to and when you find someone that you can relate to, especially in like personality and stuff like that, 
and then you just want to be like them and yeah. so and so I said for like as older like I, I guess we could say we're women like it's not as susceptible to us because we kind of have realized most of most of a good majority of who we are as people yeah but like it's for younger kids they're still trying to figure out who they're that's the whole point of like that age is figuring out who you are and who you want to be yeah and I just like recently in the past year both of them or both of them honestly like probably five different YouTubers that I really followed have come out of having eating disorders. And I'm not saying everyone that like has publicly suffered from one needs to come out, but oh my God, if I could just like fucking, if I could text those two and be like, thank you for saying this one line. Cause that yeah. had to be hard as fuck, but it made me realize that I didn't look like that because I wasn't starving myself. Yeah. It wasn't cause I was doing something wrong. It was because I was doing something right. Yeah. It looked normal. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm I'm very happy I'm not 13 now. Oh yeah. Because Never would I ever go back to that. How would I ever go back to it? But especially like we were on our phones a lot, but 13 year olds now are on their phones so much more. Constantly. Yeah. Like I could not imagine growing up at being 13 with TikTok being 13 so first of all I did that was before I even really had any social media I don't think I, I didn't get social media until I was I had just turned like I was about to turn 15 so I was like just end I, was, of 14. I was about 13 when I got on social media that mm -hmm. was like Facebook Instagram I wasn't on no I was on Twitter but it was a Bella Thorne fan account <laughs> fact about me she followed me Shit. Aww, I was on the thorn stand. <laughs> no, I, I just didn't know. Do you remember begging my mom to like let me get an Instagram account? Yes. Yeah. And so she finally let me when I was like end of 14. Honestly, good on her for making me wait. Like uh, it sucked in time, but like <laughs> Oh my god, if I had children right now in this day and age, oh, they would stay on it for as long as I could keep them off. They would okay. they'd be that kid with a secret Instagram. <laughs> because their mom wouldn't let them get it it is toxic like yeah. it's I think if you everyone got it at 18 great yeah fine but that's because you are a realized person and you're like aware of everything that you're putting out there and you've like, just experienced real which is life. why I'm so much more you've never experienced real life you don't know how people interact you barely yeah. know how to interact with your classmates and that's why I'm so much more critical of people like if people get scandals about stuff that happened when they were like 13 or something like that, I'm way less critical of that as compared to people that are having scandals at like 20 to 30 something. Because, oh, yeah. because like this, when you're like 20 to 30 something, you have the mental capacity to know what you, the decisions you are making. Like, you know how people interact. You have the reasoning. You have like the, like, uh, cognition to be able to like, know everything they lay out how it will make other people feel how other people will think of what you are saying and like perceive it and so like yeah people can make mistakes but there are some mistakes that like you know you're not supposed to make yeah so it's just like and then younger kids they just don't register like as well young kids don't know how to and even at 13 like I feel like people don't necessarily consider that a young kid Mm -mm. But that, that's a, that's a child. Literally no other. Their brain is not fully developed. <laughs> they are, they are as much a, 
not as much a child as an eight-year-old, but they're really not far off. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know. (laughs) Social media at that age, just your brain is so susceptible to every little trick and every lie. Yeah, actually. Something you also realize in this as an adult is how fake people are on social media. Yeah, definitely. It's easier to see through. And it's weird seeing like things that my siblings are seeing and like, or they'll like show it to me because my siblings are all like 15 and below, like my youngest being eight. And so I'll see the things that they're watching on like YouTube or they're like on, like the older ones are on Instagram and stuff like that. I'm like, you like I'm, I literally will look at them and be like, you do realize it's completely fake, right? And they're like, no, it's not. Why would it be fake? Like what? Like, like my brother watching, like my, my eight-year-old brother watching like the fake, like, like, you know, the people that are like this and like, oh, how can I this and everything and everything's like bright colors and stuff like that. And he's, I'm like, buddy, you know, that's not real, right? And he's like, no, it's real. Oh, the saturation on like one saturation. Thousand. He watched it. He watched a guy like, this is actually kind of funny he watched a guy catch a fish through the toilet or he said he did and it fully was just like a clip of him putting the thing in the toilet and then it cut away and then there was a fish magically in the toilet oh my gosh it came out of the pipes and he was I was like buddy you know that's fake right and he's like no that's real why would it be fake I'm so glad we didn't really have YouTube (laughs) I, I see so many kids that are just like watching toy openings yeah on YouTube, like, they'd rather watch a toy open, I mean, I'm, I know that this is what these people, like, are designed to do, like, it's clearly not the fault of the child, but, like, watching a toy opening versus just playing with your toys. Yeah. I can't imagine growing up like that. I'm very, I like the age that we are, but. Yeah, I like the age that we are, we're able to navigate social media, but we're not dependent on social media, and we don't, like, we're not, falling for it as much we are able to have our own independent thoughts yeah I don't know I think it's a I don't know it just doesn't seem like something children should have to me yeah before like maybe I don't know 17 (laughs) that sounds really high but like honestly I kind of wish my 15 year old self was gone from the internet I've been considering, like, archiving all my old posts because I'm just, like... I don't lose my posts because I have, like, also deleting. I want to be one of those people with, like, eight Instagram posts that are all perfect. I know. But I have, like, 550 photos, so I'm, like, mm -hmm. that's quite a lot to decide between. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just, like, I kind of just left it on there for, like, a personal growth thing. I think it's very funny that you can scroll through my Instagram and see that I used to be very ugly. Because I think it explains why I'm funny. I think it's really funny that you can scroll through my Instagram and see the exact beginning and end of my emo phase. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's really funny. It's, it's very obvious boundaries, too. Dude, do you remember when I used to uh, filter all my photos purple? Um, I used to literally, like, save a ton of pictures from Tumblr and then go in and edit them for, like, like 10 minutes each spent editing like random tumblr pictures that were already super edited and that i would post on my thing with like dramatic like lyrics i would look up and like try to (laughs) that's so funny i used to look up lyrics too like i didn't even know the lyrics no i didn't even know the song i never heard the song some of the songs before and i was like that sounds right (laughs) i was like that's how i feel inside it speaks to me (laughs) oh my god now, having your dramatic years on social media, 
<laughs> I saw someone post on Snapchat today. She was like, I've been really craving a sweet potato pie. Who's going to make me one? And that was the bravest thing I've seen in years. I'm about to post that next to my crazy. I almost posted the Nick Miller thing on my Snapchat story. <laughs> so, my background. Um, Jasmine made an analogy when we finally realized that we hadn't been talking or whatever. When I was telling her about how I still didn't have a phone. That I was like the episode of New Girl where Nick Miller is just the guy without a phone. And I re-entered Snapchat by t- and talking to people by sending them all the video, the clip of the new girl thing of Nick Miller just saying he's going to be the guy with no phone. So, because that's what I was for like a week. You were, you were just, that was your thing. You were the guy with no phone. <laughs> and I admire that. It was awful. I keep borrowing my roommate's phone so I can make calls to FedEx and yell at them. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, can I have your phone so I can yell at the FedEx guy? And they were like, yes, ma'am. Of course. <laughs> what else? No, social media is such a weird thing. I think I just need a break from it to evaluate like where it goes in my life. Yeah, I agree. But I think the podcast would be a cool outlet on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Like someone will still be hearing my opinions. <laughs> It'll be out there. It'll be out there. As long as I'm just speaking into to you and the void, it's all good. I just need to speak. We should it. start. All right, we're starting to call our listeners the void right now. <laughs> it's our fan base. Hey, the void. What's up? Um, hey, what's up, void? I've missed you. <laughs> is, it, is their name void or is it the void? The void. Wait, like are void. we saying hi void or are we saying hi the void? Hi the void. Hi the void. <laughs> Baby, it's just you, me, and the boy on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So, hope you guys like your new name. Imagine listening to a podcast and they're just like, our listenership is the void. (laughs) We actually, like, don't know anything about our listeners, though, because we don't handle... We don't handle the logistics. I I only know what you tell me through your friend. He doesn't even talk in the group chat, though. No. He just gives me updates. I know. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) I think you told me we have, like, wait, how how high was the listener, like, thing? We have nine listeners, so thank you. Oh, yeah, nine. I thought it was seven. I was going to say seven. Oh, my God. nine of you. Thank you, babies. There's two more of you. I'm so sorry. I forgot you. I love you equally uh blog comment for a kiss on the forehead (laughs) i don't know but do you think okay this is from way back ago do you think we would have started this podcast a year ago i was way too i think we didn't really have the means to first of all because i fully couldn't handle any technology but like if we had the same offer if we had the same means I don't think I would have. I think I was a lot more insecure year ago yeah. about what was on the internet. Because I was still like... I think we also just got a lot closer over summer living together. And then it made it a lot easier to make it like... Happen. Just like catching up things rather than... Yeah. So. Rather than it being scripted. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was just thinking about that earlier. And I was like, wow, I really don't... I think if we... Did, yeah, I think if, I, I actually thinking back, like picking off of that that one word that you just said like if we did do it a year ago it would be extremely scripted 
Yeah. We have every single moment laid out of what we wanted to do. And I think it would have been too thought out to be yeah. sort of fun. Because like, and like we just, I, I think of myself a year ago as very young, very insecure, very just like not sure of myself. And yeah. really spending like three months alone in my room at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You have to get a little bit comfortable with yourself. You kind of have to just yeah. like look at yourself in the mirror and be like, this is what I've got. Which, yeah. of course, the pandemic's a horrible thing, but that is a perk. And I think yeah. this time in my life, like really not being able to be normal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Yeah. In some small aspects like that. <laughs> yeah. It's good, but. But yeah, so I just think, I don't think we would, honestly, but if we did, then it would be extremely scripted and it would not be as natural as it is now. Cause like, as we said before, and we've said in past podcasts, we normally will like lay out like a few things that we want to talk about, but that's basically it. Everything else is We just, raw dogged this episode. Though. We really did raw dog this episode. We had like two things. I was like, I could talk about not having my phone and she, and she was like social media. And I was like, great. <laughs> I have, I have a post-it note stuck to my laptop with two bullet points on it. And it's going off the grid. No, it's three. Social me- going off the grid, social media addiction, and addictive personality. <laughs> So, raw dogging this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they just call this one raw dog special. <laughs> the girls raw dog you for the first time. Oh my god. <laughs> amazing. amazing. I mean, perfect. I can't say it any better. I love it. I absolutely love it. (laughs) Okay. Are we winding down? I think we're winding down. I think this was a good episode. I feel like we covered a lot. We did. It it flowed a lot. It was a beautiful time. Thank you for tuning in to Codenames. We have a new episode pretty much every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. That's that's Um, about it. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you if you listen on there. Only if it's five stars. We don't want any lower. We don't want it. If it's three, we don't want it. If it's two, we two and one, we really don't want it. Don't hurt our feelings, please. Please, we are sensitive. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, you're a bad bitch. Go to therapy and get a French press. Hell yeah. Good night, y'all. Bye.